three. You're listening to Sports Talk Chicago with your host, John Zaglul. John, I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. You got an awesome voice, man, and that was a terrific <laughs> intro. You're like a pro's pro. You know, that was the first time somebody ever said that, John. No, you're the first person to ever say anything like that. That's, that's very interesting. You got it, John. Anything for a fellow Chicago guy? <laughs> well, what a great question. That's a great question. Nobody's actually asked me that. <laughs> I like it. What a great question. I never heard that before. Chase, wait, wait, Chase Sully is what? You're saying he's not a Hall of Fame candidate? You know, it's it's funny. I, I, You may be the only person that I've heard make that connection. Thank you, John, for having me. I'm doing great. By the way, you have an outstanding voice. I'm not sure about your face because I haven't met you, but your voice is great. You're doing a much better job than I ever did. You've had some heavy hitters uh, guests on too, man, so keep up the good work, but it's good to be with you, and I'm ready to talk sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Sports on Chicago. My name's John Zaglou, great to have you here. On today's edition of the program, we're going to break down the latest news for the Bears GM and head coaching hires, plus... Talk with Mike North. He returns to the program for an exclusive interview. As we break down the Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy news, talk about new GM and head coaching candidates, and so much more. It's a great interview. It's very entertaining, and it comes up near the midway point of this show. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports and on Facebook at John Zagluo. If you want to watch more of this show, search up Sports Talk Chicago, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, SportsTalkChicago.com. I want to start today with this. We talked about this a bit last week, too. The Bears are being very thorough when it comes to their GM and head coach search. To their credit. Nothing's changed in that regard from last week to today. They're looking around, interviewing tons of people. We'll talk about that. They're asking Bill Polian to help. I mean, that's something, right? Bill Polian did say Lamar Jackson would be a wide receiver, but let's just say it's okay. Let's say for a minute, that's fine. At least the Bears don't have an ego, right? Ownership is at least asking others to help them get this right. Here's the real question, though. Will they get this right? It's a simple question. And yet for years upon years, it's never been answered. Will they get this right? Bill Embry, Mark Trespin, Ryan Pace, John Fox, Matt Nagy, Lovey Smith, Jerry Angelo. And these are just recent firings and hirings. Will the Bears get this right now? What differences do we see in their front office from then to now? Nothing. Same people doing the hiring. George McCaskey and Ted Phillips. I only have one piece of advice off the top. Please hire a GM before you hire a head coach. Please. Don't do this the other way around. Don't start problems when there don't need to be. The general manager is going to be higher up than the head coach. He should pick his head coach. He should. That's how it works. Don't hire a head coach, then a GM, and the GM doesn't like the coach, and then we're back at square one again. That's why it doesn't make any sense to me why they're even interviewing coaches when they have no GM. Shouldn't the GM be sitting in on those meetings? Right or wrong? Ryan Pace hired two coaches. GM, in place, hired two different coaches. Didn't work, all fired. What about now? There is no GM. There's nobody. Right now, if you look on the Bears' website or you think about their front office, it's George McCaskey and Ted Phillips. Right now. Oh, I'm sorry, and Bill Polian as a consultant. Last time I checked, that's not how it's supposed to go. You know, there's an old saying, 
don't put the cart before the horse. The GM is the horse. Head coach, cart. You have a cart and no horse, cart won't move. It's going to sit there. You need the horse first to move. As a means of transportation. For the Bears, in their case, to be better. You need the GM first. They have interviewed people. But they've also interviewed a ton of head coaching candidates. They need the GM before they hire the coach. Some of the guys they've interviewed here, officially. Quincy Adolfo Mensa, Glenn Cook, and Dodge, Jeff Ireland, Champ Bailey, Monte Olsenfort, Joe Shane, and Elliot Bull. So far. A lot of guys yet to be interviewed, too. Rocco Brown, Omar Khan, another, Reggie McKenzie, Rick Smith, JoJo Wooden. Had coaching candidates who have been interviewed, too. Jim Caldwell, Brian Dable, Matt Eberflus, Brian Flores, Nathaniel Hackett, and Doug Peterson, Todd Bowles, Leslie Frazier, Byron Lepwich, Dan Quinn, still to be interviewed. I'm very intrigued, fortunately, by all the names out there for head coach. And here's at least one good sign. You're so worried about this. Here's one good sign. All these guys are asking to be interviewed. And look at all these people the Bears have interviewed and have been tied to. And these are the top candidates. Jim Caldwell is a great coach. Not saying he's good now, but overall, great coach. Historic. Great coach. Brian Dable. We know what he's capable of offensively. Ryan Flores. Doug Peterson. I don't like Doug Peterson, but Super Bowl winner. And they will be, supposedly, interviewing Todd Bowles, Byron Lefkowitz, Leslie Frazier. What does that tell you? All these high-profile names want to crack at the Bears' job. There was a report, too, that came out saying Jim Harbaugh is still not out on the Bears. I don't think it's happening. I'd be shocked if it did. The whole reason Harbaugh mentioned the NFL was to get a better contract at Michigan. If they just had a great year, I wouldn't even leave that program. I really wouldn't. If I were Harbaugh, I'd stay there for the rest of my career. You're making good money. You can recruit your own players. Win a few games. And in his case, this is the first time he's ever beaten Ohio State. Now he's getting paid. You know, he sucked the past couple of years. He beats Ohio State once, and now all of a sudden he's a saint down there. I'd stay there forever. But if he wants to leave, apparently he could be interested still. The point being, a lot of people want this job. A lot of people want the GM job too. So if there's one thing you can hang your hat on, it's that a lot of people are interested. They care. They think they could do a good job. That's exciting. I mean, it'd be different if nobody wanted to interview, right? Think about other vacancies around the league. Jaguars, for example, they have not interviewed half the people the Bears have had. Hexits, another. The Bears, for whatever reason, are still considered a premier franchise. Fine by me. There are a couple of things worth noting. There have been some reports that have suggested that some head coaching candidates and even GM candidates don't believe in Justin Fields. Now, I want to get this out in the open. Some of you commented to me, I am not anti-Justin Fields. I want to see him prove more. So, look, you nor I should accept seven touchdowns, ten picks, eleven fumbles. Nobody should. Nobody that's unacceptable. You're going to be an NFL quarterback. So I understand the hesitation by some of these guys coming in who might be scared. Look, it's Mitch Trubisky all over again. Especially if you're a head coach, you inherit a quarterback, you have to make him better. Right? Who knows if that's going to work? We don't know. We don't know what Justin Fields is going to be yet. We have time to dissect what he's done, and he's had some spectacular moments, but he's had some... Dumb ones, too, as a rookie. All of them do. Look at Trevor Lawrence, even worse. 
A point being, I understand the trepidation when it comes to Justin Fields. When it comes to inheriting a quarterback you know nothing about. Really. Haven't coached him. Haven't talked to him. Barely seen him. I get it. I really do. I understand. It's natural to want your own guy. I mean, it happens on the coaching staff. Sean Desai just got requested to be interviewed for the Seattle Seahawks defensive coordinator position. Odds are, if you're asking me, he'll take that. He'll take that job. When a new coach comes in, Sean Desai, it's going to be so lucky if he sticks around. A coach is going to want his own guy. Especially if it's a defensive-minded guy. Then there's no reason for Sean Desai to stay. If Brian Flores is hired, Leslie Frazier, defensive-minded guys, there's no reason for him to stay. Something to think about, too. So it's the same idea when it comes to Justin Fields. A lot of these guys are scared. A lot of them don't know what they're getting into. And they want their own guy. I wouldn't be shocked if at least there's an offer made. Doesn't mean it'll happen, but an offer made suggesting that Justin Fields should be traded for a bundle of draft picks. And I'd listen. You have to listen. According to ESPN's Dan Graziano, Brian Flores, Todd Bowles, and Leslie Frazier have emerged as early favorites. In fact, Flores has been mentioned on several occasions over the last couple of days in conjunction with the Bears. Chicago's reportedly, quote, very smitten with Flores and were, quote, extremely impressed with him during joint practices last summer. I'm not fully opposed to hiring Brian Flores. I'm not. The one thing that scares me, quarterback. I get it. The two Tunga by lower debates worse than the Mitch Trubisky debate. I understand. A lot of people don't believe in him, think he's a bust. I don't, but a lot of people do. That's what you think, fine. No matter what, though, you can't dispute the way Brian Florence treated Tua this past year, but more so the year before. It was like Mitch Grabinski and Matt Nagy again. Look it up. I remember. Dolphins started with Ryan Fitzpatrick, put in Tua. Started winning. Took him out. Put in Fitzpatrick. Put back in Tua. Last game of the year, needed to go to the playoffs. Put in Fitzpatrick. That screwed him up. And this past year, every single week, this kid's being asked questions and being targeted by the media and by fans. Is he the guy? I don't know if he's the guy. Oh, and by the way, Brian Flores likes Deshaun Watson. And there have been reports that Flores and Watson are still in contact. Wherever Flores goes, Watson wants to go. So what if the Bears hire Flores? What if Watson wants to come to Chicago? Then what is going to be the narrative? If Deshaun Watson gets the -the off-the-field stuff resolved, he's a ten times better quarterback than Justin Fields. Sorry. I'd rather take a proven good player. 100-plus passer rating every year, no picks, tons of touchdowns, running the football. I'd love that. The reason I bring up Watson, though, is because during the season for the Dolphins, they were tied to Watson. Flores did not fully stop the rumor. Okay, so it made things worse for Tua, my point. It made things so much worse and so much harder for Tua. Constant duress, constant questions about his job, At the end of the day, Flores was fired. Flores went through offensive staffers like it was nothing over the past two years and failed to develop Tua properly and hurt Tua's career. Yes, he did. It's proven. I'm not sure if I want him coming in and dealing with Justin Fields. We just saw what happened to Matt Nagy. The report's out. Matt Nagy sabotaged Mitch Trebinsky. And obviously, hurt Justin Fields. You want that to happen again with Brian Flores. Great defensive guy. Players like him, obviously. The Dolphins lost seven in a row, then won seven in a row. They like him. They fight. That's great. But I'm very concerned about the quarterback position. 
And we don't know his feelings on Justin Fields, which makes it worse. Hope the Bears do. I would hope that question was asked. But that's my point. We don't know. Flores could come in and sabotage Justin Fields. He could bring in Deshaun Watson. Then what? That's my point. We don't know what he's capable of doing when it comes to the quarterback position. That scares me. It should scare you. Leslie Frazier would not be a flashy hiring. I don't think it'd even work too well. Bill's defense is great under his tutelage, but he didn't work in Minnesota as a head coach. I see him more as a coordinator, and that's it. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of guys, great coordinators, bad head coaches. Lovey Smith being one. Todd Bowles is interesting, too. Todd Bowles has skeletons, though, in New York. And again, better than Adam Gase, and so far better than Robert Sala. I mean, they won 11 games under Bowles. I don't even know who the quarterback was. I don't even know who they had, and they won 11 games under Todd Bowles. Grant defensive mind, obviously. Tampa's defense is outstanding. Everybody wants to talk about the offense, Tom Brady, Byron Leftwich, but defense is great. If it wasn't for their defense, they would not have won the Super Bowl last year. Guaranteed. They killed Patrick Mahomes. And they're doing it again this year. I had Warren Sapp in the program, and he raved about their defense. This is a guy who was a defender on the Super Bowl winning team, raving about the current Buccaneers defense. That's Todd Bowles. I still want Brian Dable right now. I mean, that seems like the best option for what he's done with Josh Allen. Wouldn't be opposed to Jim Caldwell, though. Pedigree. Legend. Jim Caldwell has been successful. In Detroit, he was successful. With Matthew Stafford, Calvin Johnson, successful. Jim Caldwell's not a bad coach, football lifer. Wouldn't be opposed. Dable wouldn't be opposed. Flores, I have my doubts. No on Doug Peterson. No. Please. Please don't. Him and Matt Nagy are essentially the same. We saw what happened last year. What he did to Carson Wentz. What he's done his whole career to Carson Wentz. Put him in, take him out. And last year, you bench Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts. Look, I'm not opposed to it. I think Hurts is okay, but the point is, we didn't help him. Wentz had a horrible year. He was having a meltdown. Nobody helped him. Peterson didn't care, and he got fired. He just got fired two years after winning the Super Bowl. That's a problem. That's scary. I wouldn't hire him. There aren't many people who are supporting Doug Peterson, but if you do... That's a red flag, right? <laughs> yeah, we won a Super Bowl two years later. Oh, I'm out of a job. <sighs> I'm fired. Yeah, pretty scary. That's a problem. I'll be honest with you. I don't know who I want at GM. There are so many candidates. A lot of guys haven't even been interviewed yet either. And of the people that have been interviewed, I like Ed Dodds. Jeff Ireland's good too. Those two I'd probably prefer. No one, Elliot Wolf. Elliot Wolf was the Patriots director of scouting. No, thank you. What have the Patriots done scouting wise? I mean, seriously. Besides Tom Brady. Tom Brady carried that team. They never had anybody around him. <laughs> but a bunch of veterans. That's it. The guys they've drafted or developed have done nothing. Really. I'd say probably Dodger Ireland right now. I like Morocco Brown. I like Omar Khan. I like Rick Smith. Got to wait and see. I haven't interviewed yet. I wish we had knowledge of the interviews, how they've gone, but we don't. So we don't know what these people are saying. We don't know who they prefer. We don't know how they would help Justin Fields. So we can only go off of their prior experience. That's why Sam's scared about Brian Flores or Doug Peterson. Even Todd Bowles. Brian Flores, too. I mean... If you bring in a defensive guy, what are you going to do to help Fields? Need to hire a good OC. Who's that going to be? We don't know. 
And that's the thing you got to watch out for. So nobody knows yet. No one knows anything yet. The only positive out of this entire process that you really have to take away, if you're really worried about this, take away one thing. A lot of people want to be interviewed. A lot of people want to be interviewed for this position, for both positions. And that's great. That's beautiful. Because you know what? It makes the Bears look like a premier destination, when obviously they're not. We saw the Matt Nagy news that came out regarding Mitch Trubinsky and Nagy. We've seen what Nagy's done. Uh, Trubinsky to Fields, Ryan Pace, McCaskey, telling Nagy, put in Fields. McCaskey, the guy who says he knows nothing about football, overstepping his bounds and putting in a quarterback. So for anybody... Somehow, some way, who wants to interview for this franchise with this team? That's unbelievable. And I'd be happy if I were you. There are a lot of people the Bears have to choose from. Doesn't mean they'll get it right. But a lot of people want to be here. I don't think they have a chance of getting this right because they haven't before. George McCaskey's been with the Bears since 2011 in his room. Ed Phillips has been here since 1999. What have they done? How many head coaches and GMs and presidents have they gone through? A lot. A lot of them. I can't even name all of them. Nick Duran, Lovey Smith, Mark Trestman, John Fox, Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, Phil Emery, Jerry Angelo. And that's all recent memory. That's the last 15, 20 years. Remember, the Bears passed up on Bruce Arians or Mark Trespin. Remember that. They've gotten it wrong time and time again, the Bears. So as grateful as I am to see all these people interview, I know this. One of these people the Bears interview is going to land another job for sure and the Bears are going to miss the boat here and they have a lot of people they're interviewing one of them is going to end up to be great one of them will be it's just how it works someone from this pool will be a great head coach and the Bears won't hire him GM too someone from this pool will be a great GM with another team Bears will miss him That's this franchise in a nutshell. That's how they are. That's how they operate. They always find a way to disappoint you. I don't know what to expect yet. And we don't know if interviews are over. There's been some reports that maybe Josh McDaniels will interview. Jim Harbaugh could, too. So we don't know yet. But based on what I've seen so far, I just hope they get it right. There are pros and cons with all these candidates. Right now, Dable, Caldwell, Flores, maybe. That would be my top three. GM, there are so many different people. I want to wait till everybody's interviewed there before I make a definitive conclusion. But I have ideas for a head coach. Dable should be at the top of the list. Flores second if you want, and then Caldwell third. That's fine. They need an offensive coach, though. And I'm not talking about some fake offensive coach like Matt Nagy. Dable has results. He calls plays. He does the work in Buffalo. Matt Nagy did nothing in Kansas City. Dable does the work. Dable developed Josh Allen. I remember Josh Allen when he came up. Sucked. Horrible. I used to have fights with people about Josh Allen, whether or not he was good. Good now. Brian Dable. Thank you. He's not some poser. He's not Matt Nagy riding the coattails of Andy Reid. He actually has produced. He actually calls plays and develops quarterbacks. That's what I want. 
not opposed fully to Brian Flores, but I'm scared about Flores' track record with Tua. Yes, I am. And you could say, well, it's Tua's fault he's a bust. The fact is, it's just like Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy and Justin Fields. That scares me. 100% scares me. The Bears put an investment into Justin Fields. I don't want a coach coming in and just ending the whole thing right away. Flores did that with Tua. His rookie year. Put him in, put him out. Find Fitzpatrick, Tua, back and forth. Doesn't that sound like Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky or Justin Fields and Andy Dalton and Nick Foles? That's a problem. We're not going to do this again. I'm not interested in the Matt Nagy lookalike. I'm not interested in quarterback controversy. I'm interested in somebody who's going to develop Justin Fields and get the job done. Dable would be great. Caldwell, because he's a veteran, I'd like to. I wouldn't mind a defensive-minded head coach if they bring in somebody who can develop Fields. I like Flores. Great guy, I'm sure. Good coach. But you can't overlook what he did to Tua. He didn't even discredit rumors that Tua would be traded. Didn't discredit them during the season. These were problems. These were problems in Miami. Nobody cared. No one talked about them. Who cares about the Miami Dolphins? But these happened. That's why I'm scared about them. And you should be too. The Bears just need to get this right. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Please get it right. Don't screw this up again. Because you know what? People are sick of this. People are sick of every four years going through a head coach, going through a GM, going back to square one. Somebody better come in and develop Justin Fields. Somebody better come in and rebuild this franchise. Somebody better come in and make the Bears, for once, a contender. It's not impossible. It's happened to every other organization you could think of. It better happen with the Bears, too. More to come here on Sports Talk Chicago. My interview with Mike North comes up next, so stay tuned. Sports Talk Chicago. Every count of Lula, we are back and ready for today's special guest. He's a sports radio pioneer, host of the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, and a contributor to the Ballroom Network. Please welcome Mike North to the program. Mike, it's great to have you back. How are you? Big John, it's good to be back. Uh, you know what? Uh, for you, it's always a pleasure, and uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, good stuff to talk about. What was your reaction to this whole Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky report? I think it's terrible. I don't think uh, Matt Nagy should ever be a head coach in the NFL again. I think that that's the kind of thing that is uh, close to treasonous. I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, you have Mitch Trubisky who had ideas to make things better for everybody involved, the team, including himself. He never said, I'm not looking to, you know, usurp your authority. I'm looking to maybe make myself better and make you more of a success. And Matt Nagy said, I'll meet you. And then he didn't. So he's a punk. He shouldn't have worn the head coaching uh, headdress of the Chicago Bears, the, the headphones, if you will. Uh, I just find it appalling. I coached for six years at Notre Dame uh, College Prep. Uh, we won 20 games a year after the first year. And there were players that, uh, out of the 12 players and the 15 that you would have, there'd be guys that would rub you the wrong way. But you did everything in your power to make sure that you made them better so they wouldn't rub other people the wrong way. Because you, I always felt if a kid's going to rub me the wrong way, then it's going to turn off other people because I'm still a kid at heart. And I used to turn people off, and I still do with some of my antics back in the day. So I, I just find it appalling. And, and such, oh, I mean, I, there's not even a word for it besides treasonous and what he did and, uh, uh, and how the media, uh, shame on all of them, 
I always, when I'm on bar room, I'm on with Munch uh, uh, out there in Cleveland, JT the Brick in Vegas, uh, Vistin with Paulie Howard and, and Mitch Moss. I always, and, and of course, AM1000 with Carmen, told everybody what happened with Trubisky and Nagy. How come we can't get an answer? And nobody pressed them. See, and that is appalling if you cover the Bears. Now, if you want to know, I'm not going to name names. Go check. The same people that didn't want to dig or did not want to let the people know, okay, because they had an agenda for Foles. They had an agenda for Fields. They carried the Bears' water. How do you come out now with this story? And then hold your head high and say, I went to Medill at Northwestern, or I went to Ball State, or I went to here, and I went to there. How do you not know that? I mean, it's no different than the Blackhawks in 2010. You're hearing about a story 20 years later? I mean, so the journalism end of this is appalling. The football minds are appalling. And I, I mean, with all due respect, Mitch Trubisky is the number one free agent quarterback out there, period. And I don't know what you're going to do as a head coach. And I don't know why people are interviewing head coaches at Hallis Hall before you have a GM. <laughs> that should be his job. So this whole thing is screwed up. I, I read a tweet, a tweet before it came on the air by Ryan Heckman. Good guy. He goes, don't believe that the Bears would take a draft pick for Justin Fields. It's only a rumor. What the rumor is, is if anybody would offer a draft pick for Justin Fields. That's the rumor. Because I'm here to tell you, Ryan and everybody else, if we're offered a seventh round pick, we should take it. Then the Bears should hire that kid from Buffalo, that man from Buffalo, or somebody else, go get Mitch Trubisky back and start this thing going again. Period. Because what are we going to do? Sit for four years at Justin Fields? Come on. Come on. Have you been watching? I don't care if it's the first year. He's got all sorts of issues. So, you know, maybe the new guy comes in, but they're going to hire somebody, and his life and coaching tenure will depend on if he's going to hang with Justin Fields. And that's wrong. They should bring in another quarterback. And if they don't want to bring Mitch in, bring Mariota in, bring anybody in. Try somebody else. Do you even trust the Bears at this point to get a hiring right? I mean, they kept Matt Nagy knowing this information and then kept him with Justin Fields and had him work for a year. That's a big problem to me. Yeah, I saw that with your, with your uh, uh, show. Uh, that was a great cut. Uh, how the hell? I mean, the thing that's appalling to me is Nagy was calling plays for a kid that he wanted to see fail. And the kid succeeded despite Nagy. Yet I'm hearing the kid's a bum. We'll find out if he's a bum this year. If he's still a second-string quarterback, good for him. If he makes 4 or $5 million, fine. I don't see how that can be because I've seen six, seven quarterbacks this year that he's better than, period. Don't make me name them. We don't have enough time on the show. There's a ton <laughs> of them. I mean, I look at Ryan Tannehill. and. That was Mitch Trubisky with the Bears, Ryan Tannehill with Miami. They said he was a bum, said he could never get it done, said he wasn't a franchise quarterback, get rid of his ass, okay? Well, guess what? They're the number one seed. Vrabel is coach of the year, in my opinion, being the number one seed in the AFC. Are you kidding me? It better not be anybody else. And what Tannehill's done, Without Derrick Henry, everybody said he'd fail. The same people that say Trubisky will fail. We'll see. I remember Steve Young was a bust with Tampa Bay. I remember uh, Jim Plunkett was a bust with the 49ers and the uh, Patriots. So it won't surprise me when he succeeds. Were you surprised by this entire report regarding Nagy? No. I knew something happened. I knew something happened. The difference is if I was in my, I guess, maybe I could have worked harder back in, back in the day, I would have found out from somebody. The fact that nobody knew, give me a break. 
You're a journalist and you knew that there was a problem between these two and you put it in your hip pocket and then you put yourself on a byline covering the bears and you act like nobody knows that you carry the water for the bears. I'm not naming anybody specifically. I'm almost naming everybody. How's that? I mean, it's ridiculous that you find out about this stuff two years later, but they want to keep their gigs. And you notice how convenient it is. Nagy was fired. Then a week later, this report comes out. And, and Trubisky's of already course. gone. Everybody's gone. That was so yeah. enraging to me. I was just, I couldn't be more pissed off when I saw that. Well, and I mean, uh, you know, that's why uh, you can't take anything that uh, bear, bear writers seriously. And I got some good friends that are bear writers, but I'm just being honest. You sit on a story for two years. <laughs> you back Nagy. You 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 try to tell sell people you sell, and seventy five percent of the bear fans are meatballs. I mean, you look at, at at Trubisky's stats, and then you call him a bust. You're a meatball. You don't know anything about the game. I mean, you you can't tell me. I always ask people, tell me why he's a bust. He can't. He's not accurate. He's the most accurate passer in bear history. Well, he doesn't throw the ball deep. If Tom Brady don't throw the ball deep. Joe, Joe Montana threw, he used to throw 10-yard passes that turned into 50-yarders by Jerry Rice. Please, please, knock it off. I mean, we had a quarterback, we had everything set, and now we got to go through three to four more years of hell unless they do something smart and look at another quarterback. Do you buy the report that Fields could be traded? I hope so. Fields? If they trade them, here's what the Bears are afraid of. Let's say somebody like Dable does come in. Let's say Josh McDaniel comes in and Fields turns into something. Let's say it was Nagy, although Nagy didn't want to play Fields this year because he saw him in practice. He holds on to the ball too long. He's not accurate. But see, Nagy did this to himself. I've never seen a man self-destruct a coaching career. You know, I've never seen it. And I don't want to hear about any names that are attached to great quarterbacks. And we saw it with Nagy and Mahomes. I don't want that. I don't want the enemy because he doesn't call the plays anyway. And he has Mahomes. I don't want uh, a Byron Leftwich. I mean, people used to tell me he was going to be a superstar when he, when he, when he was at Marshall. I, I said, no, he's not. I'm here arguing now that he's going to be a great head coach. Bring Tom Brady with you, please. because. Jameis Winston was good before he got to you and he led the league in turnovers under your tutelage. I don't care where they stood in offensive ranking. You can't win when you lead the league in turnovers as a quarterback, like Justin Fields did. So I don't know. Maybe the next fair coach we get, we'll never, we've never heard of. You know who I like? It's sort of weird. Todd Bowles. Really? I like Todd Bowles. I think he's paid his dues and he wins. Now, is he just a coordinator? Can you learn who wins with the Jets anyway? You know, I sort of like him. I like McDaniel. I do like Caldwell, but I think Caldwell's maybe along the truth. I don't like any of the coordinators. I mean, look at, here's what they, Debo, my argument for him is that Josh Allen was horrible his first couple of years. But my argument against him is that if he comes and tries to use Justin Field in the same way as he uses Josh Allen, Field will get killed. Allen just knows how to take a hit. Allen is just more sturdy. Justin Fields has already had injury problems this year. I mean, I'm not giving up on the kid because I understand that all the rookie quarterbacks had struggles this year. But I'm telling you that if Dalton had been quarterback the whole season, or Trubisky, okay, I'm not going to put falls there. I won't. I think the Bears would have had a shot at the playoffs. I've said that before. That's a good point about Allen, too. He's 6'3", 240 pounds. Justin Fields isn't even close. So if you run that same offensive scheme, he no. could get killed. He'll get killed. But, man, Josh Allen cures what ails you. But here's another thing. Look at Dable's record with other teams. Horrible. So does he have the stud? The enemy has the stud. Daggy had the stud. Leftwich has the stud. Okay? Dayball has the stud. Maybe we go in a direction. Maybe we get a coach we've never heard of. I never heard of Sean McVay. I mean, I'm not, I, I, you know, 
I didn't know who the hell the guy was. Who's the guy from Cincinnati? I still don't know what his name is. You know what I mean? And he's good. But we didn't know these guys. Bruce Arians, like I knew who he was, but he was a surprise. You know, so maybe the next coach of the Bears is a guy that we've never heard of. I'm going to take a guess. It's going to be somebody from the Indianapolis organization. I'll take a wild guess. And it could be GM or head coach. You know what I mean? They got a, a, an assistant GM or that's pretty good over there from what I hear. And the Bill Polian thing is comical. Okay. I mean, come on. He wanted Lamar Jackson to be a wide receiver. You know, I know. I, 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 I'm sorry. You know, he, he apologized for it later, but I'm sorry. The damage is done. And you're 79 years old. You could Ernie. He's the, somebody said he's the new Ernie Accorsi, who who was the guy that was uh, directing the bears. Why do you have to bring outsiders in? Call me. I'll come over McCaskey house. We'll go over some names and that's it. Give me 50 bucks plus gas money. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Who is the brighter future? Trubisky or Fields? Trubisky. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Wow. I don't think that Fields is going to go 29 and 21, number one. I don't think Fields is going to go to two, two playoff seasons, number two. Not because of just him, because of the team. People don't understand. The Bears are the only team. Oh, they won in, eight, in 2018 because of the defense. Look at Trubisky's year in 2018 and then learn about the game. He had a great year. Uh, so I, I, I'm always going to lean Trubisky over anybody. I'd lean Trubisky over anybody right now. I, there's nobody I'd rather have back. I'm being straight up. And if anybody wants to argue with me, did you really like the Justin Fields experiment, the Dalton experiment? They've all blown up in their faces. Every The reason Nagy's gone is he didn't want to work with Trubisky. Trubisky's going to go on. He'll be somewhere, and he'll do something relevant in his career. I'm, I, I trust in him, but Nagy, I don't know where he goes from here. Do you think he ever gets another job, Matt Nagy, after this and after this report, too? You mean a head, a head coaching job or an assistant? Head coaching. He could get an assistant coaching job, but I would never hire him as a head coach. I would never hire him as a head coach, <laughs> ever. His judgment is flawed, ever. I mean, just horrible. Just a horrible job. And for people to carry his water and use Trubisky and others as a scapegoat. Look at, look at Allen Robinson. He had 200 catches in two years with Trubisky. He has, what, 35 or something? This is his free agent year. This is what you hoist on him. So the whole thing has been a disaster. You know, if Trubisky had the year Fields had, they burned the, the stadium down. <laughs> Instead, oh, I can't wait till he gets in new hands. What's he going to do? I mean, we'll see what happens, but you need receivers. You need a line. It's not just Justin. You think Fields? The 70s. It's the early 70s, Johnny. You think Fields ever has more than 24 touchdowns in a season? That's Mitch's career high. I'm not going to say never, but do you think you'll ever have six touchdown passes in one game like Trubisky had? That's a definite. No. Do you think do you think he'll be the highest percentage quarterback and take over for Trubisky? Do you think he'll have a higher rating? I'm going to say no to all that. Trubisky was a good player for this team. His sin was that Mahomes became bigger, but nobody wants to talk about Watson. I mean, the Watson thing is what everybody wanted, including me. Okay, we didn't get him. Watson turned out to be great. People said this. Well, how about now? You know, I find it amazing that uh, Watson is still under investigation and people are talking about, boy, next year he might play for the Dolphins. My God, they're still, they're trying to settle every case from what I understand, but there's four or five holdouts. Like, like, like he's going to just play next year, run on the field. and Hey, you know what I did? Uh, I, and I'll get to play. I mean, the, the coverage, there's been a blackout in the coverage. Nobody knows what's going on. When, when Big Ben had his episode, every day, you, you read about it. Every single day about the bathroom episode. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Can't find Watson news. You know, just can't find it. So there's a bias in everything. 
you know, I don't know if you saw this report too, Mike. Brian Flores, who the Bears interviewed to be a head coach, apparently he's had ties to Watson. They've been communicating. And apparently where Flores goes, Watson wants to go. So some people are saying, well, if the Bears hire him, maybe they'll get Watson. Or if Flores goes to New York or goes somewhere else, Watson will go with them. What do you think about that report? Well, first, Watson's got to make sure he doesn't go to prison, okay, or doesn't have a problem, or doesn't, you know, the NFL still hasn't suspended him. I mean, there's got to be some sort of consequences, but the, the, the case is still going on. Uh, number one, Flores, if you can pull up Miami on your computer, I don't know if you can, and their opponents this year, I want you to look at who they beat, okay, and, and I'll tell you who the quarterback was. Okay. First of all, tell me who they lost to to start the season off with. I think they, if you go to ESPN.com, Miami Dolphins, they got it all down. Okay. So start off with the first loss. They beat New England to start, but then that's when they lost after that. their seven games in a row to Buffalo, the Raiders, the Colts, Buccaneers. All right. Hold on. Yep. But hold on. Hold on. Buffalo, quarterback, stable. Uh, the Raiders, Derek Carr, next guy. Next team. Colts. Who is the next team? Carson Wentz and the right. Buccaneers. Wait, 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 wait. List the teams that they lost to. Let's just try to do this orderly. Give me the team, and I'll give you the quarterback they beat. Okay. Okay, they beat Indy. They lost, they lost to seven Indy. in a row, didn't they, John? Yep, give they lost Give me the seven in a row. Okay. I, I, I will just tell you, good quarterback. The next game, what was it? Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, next game. Jacksonville. So they lost to Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence and the Urban Meyer nonsense. Bad loss. Next one. Atlanta Falcons. They lost to the Falcons. Matty Ice, another established quarterback, okay? Now, is that the end of the losses, or is there another one there? One more, Buffalo again. With Josh Allen. Correct. Okay, now let's go to the winning games. Tell me each team who they beat, and I'll tell you who quarterbacked that game. Houston Texans. Uh, it might have been. It was the third stringer. Okay. <laughs> Whoever he was. Okay. Next guy. Baltimore Ravens. They beat Lamar Jackson. But was he in that game? No. I think they beat somebody else. But go ahead. Give me another one. The Jets. That's what they bought. They, they beat the Jets twice. One with Joe Flacco and the other one with Wilson. Okay. Two more bad quarterbacks. What I'm trying to tell you is they lost to teams with great quarterbacks or good quarterbacks, and they beat teams that had second and third stringers. In. So I'm not enamored with Brian Flores. I, I was impressed with what he did. But when you look at who they lost to, and then you see what their schedule was going down the line, I give him credit for one thing. They never gave up, and they played every game to win. So that's a strength that he's got to sell on. And if he can sell it to him, more power to him. I won't say no to Brian Flores, but I want everybody to look through the screens, the smoke screen, about the teams he beat compared to the teams he didn't beat. Mike North. We got here. through that. That was good. We finally got through that. More to come with Mike North. In just a moment, stay tuned. Vince Yance, Sports Talk Chicago. A few more questions before we finish up. So who's your pick for GM and head coach right now? Who do you strongly prefer for both positions? It's not, it's not who I prefer. It's who I don't want. I don't want any chiefs assistance. I don't want any Tampa Bay assistance. I'm not even sold on the Buffalo guy. I like Josh McDaniel. I find it amazing that, uh, uh, I was watching Vincent this morning, and Paulie Howard's a real good host. Says, you know, Vegas, uh, we might have a shot. Vegas might have a shot because they do a show from Vegas at uh, Jim Harbaugh. You know, there's some odds on Jim Harbaugh, but they're long odds. But how about Chicago? Oh, maybe Bienemy, maybe Leftwich. Why can't we have Jim Harbaugh? Because we're not in Vegas. Why can't we have Jim Harbaugh? Because I'd take him over anybody right now, including Josh McDaniel, who I'm shading towards. Why Jim Harbaugh, though? 
I mean, he's been out of the NFL well, for a long time. Yeah, so was Pete Carroll. You know, he came back. Jim Harbaugh has a record of like 40 and 19 or something. So, I mean, he knows how to coach. Uh, the recruiting thing in college is the thing that uh, you got to give Jim Harbaugh credit for, too. They, they recruited well. They got some studs finally at Michigan. He beat Ohio State. But I don't think that's going to be a regular routine. So with his Super Bowl pedigree, with his former Bear pedigree, with the fact he does know how to coach, I would like him. But if not him, Josh McDaniel, if they want to, I like Todd Bowles. I like him. More of a defensive guy. Uh, uh, who am I mixing up? Oh, Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris ain't bad, but I like Todd Bowles with the Jets, who was with the Jets as a third option. What about Leslie Frazier? I know there's been some talk no. around him. He's a Bears guy too, no? Nah, he doesn't excite. I don't think he excites me. Nothing against Leslie. He's been, I think Leslie Frazier is one of the finest defensive coordinators in the business. But it's sort of like, I, I equate him to Dick LeBeau, who was a, a coordinator, then became a coach. Dick Geron, who was a coordinator, then became a coach. I there's very good defensive and offensive coordinators that when they go to the coaching head coaching tree and put on that different set of headphones where they got to make the final decision, it just doesn't turn out, you know, they, it's, it just doesn't turn out completely right all the time. Do you think that I'm on fire today, right, by the way, do they, do they get this right anyways? I mean, you're talking about all these great guys, all these great names, but do you think they even get this right? No, don't get it wrong. They'll do something politically correct, or they'll do something. Uh, they'll hear, they'll go on Bill Polian's word, um, or they'll read the newspaper. I mean, I mean, the fact that they're looking to hire a coach before GM is all you have to know about the backwardness of the Chicago Bear organization. You know, I mean, it's 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 amazing to me. It really is. Yeah, you don't saddle a GM with somebody he may not want, but it's going to be somebody that he's got to want if they do it that way. The right way, get the GM, let him make his pick, stay your ass out of the way. What gives you hope for this franchise, if anything? Well, things can turn around quickly. Are you, but they don't. the thing with the Bears is they have no draft pick. That's why Justin Fields for a draft pick might be a good thing. Nothing against him, but if you can get somebody for him, why not? You got a chance to get rid of a guy that fumbled the ball six times through 10 interceptions, had like 17 to 18 turnovers, seven touchdowns, losing record, 25 rating. You got a chance to get a draft pick for him. Maybe he turns into the next big thing. I would take me, the gambler I am, I'd take, give me a fifth rounder. Give me a sixth rounder if you got one, period. Good luck and take him, you know. I'd bring, I'd bring Mitch back. That would piss everybody off. <laughs> Because I'm the only one that's been right about him. Because everybody else has been wrong about See, what makes people right is if the people they select come through for them. So there's a whole cadre of people who have picked one of the former quarterbacks, including from Cutler to Glennon to Foles to Fields to Trubisky. I have stuck with Mitch all the way through. He's still the man. There's nobody. People go, why is Mitch still being talked about? Because he wasn't replaced. If you replace him, See, I remember people in Baltimore were mad that Mill Pappas, he was a pitcher, got traded for Frank Robinson. Okay? You know when they weren't pissed? When Frank Robinson won the Triple Crown and Baltimore <laughs> won the World Series. That's when they stopped talking about Mill Pappas. So to get people to stop talking about Mitch Trubisky, one of these journalists or guys got to find a quarterback. One of their, They got to pick one sooner or later that they're going to be right on. That's all I'm asking them to do. What's your response to those who come after you for your Mitch Trubisky support? I don't know if you saw the YouTube comments on our last video that we did, Mike. They were explosive. So what's yeah. your response to those How people? did we do, though? Oh, there were a lot of people. 260 people. Well, yeah, but how do you argue after what happened this year? How do you argue about about anybody else? You have, we went to the playoffs last year. How do you even – you, you have no argument with me. I, I'm about winning. I'm about winning. I don't care about the stats. I don't, Look at Aaron Rodgers. He's a stat stuffer and a regular season hero. He's got one Super Bowl. Oh, he's going to win the MVP again. Tom Brady threw for 5,000 yards. My God, he's 44 years old. He's the MVP. My God. 
I mean, Rodgers is a regular season hero. Will he make it all the way? I doubt it. I doubt it, but we'll see. And if he does, then he's got his second one. Michael. But I love Mitch. I don't, I've never see, you know why there's people that do like Mitch. There's closet Mitch fans all over. <laughs> there are. There's class, but you're afraid because the, the woke bear fans. Oh, they want a running quarterback. What, like Kyler Murray? Is that what you want? Is that what we're looking at here? I watched him. He's not bad, but he's five foot seven. I'll give Justin Fields just a little bit taller. But I don't want a running quarterback. The best play of the year for Justin Fields was the run. Wasn't it? Yeah, the one where he reversed to right. I prefer my quarterback's best plays to be passing, period. And the best, the best play he made was that run. And, and, and I don't want to sound like Bill Polian, but Bill Polian would probably say Justin Fields would make a better running back than quarterback. You know? That's a good point, by the way. I mean, if he'd said Lamar Jackson would be a great wide receiver, why would the Bears bring him in with Justin Fields knowing that he's supposed to be their franchise guy? I wouldn't trust Bill Polian to run that. Well, I think it's good to bring in people. Bill Polian does have a lot of great credentials, but that was a bad one. And, uh, uh, you know, I just think that bringing in lifers, old-time swamp guys, you know, they're like the swamp. You know, where the swamp was made famous in Washington, these are all swamp people. They're all pals. They're comfortable with each other. What do you think, Billy? Yeah, I like it. Me too. You know, bring some dissenting voices in. Bring a guy like me in that will go, are you people out of your God-blessed minds? You want to take that guy? You want to take that guy? Already? Now over that guy? But they don't hear that. They're, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I agree. Me too. Hi, Mom! You know, she got the Zoom from the house, the Lake Forest Estate. I would pay to see you in a draft room with the McCaskies. Oh, you're going to take who? <laughs> Are you out of your minds? You want who to coach you? <laughs> Didn't you see what he did? At, at least there's discussion. You know? Well, George McCaskey, I love, I, I love this. He'd get lost with me after five minutes. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I, I'd bring up a name. He wouldn't even realize who I'm talking about, you know? So, I mean, my God, be the expert that you should be when you're on a football team. Learn, read, do what you got to do. I like the glasses, John. Thanks, Mike. You ever do glasses? You ever do that or no? You ever need them? No. No. Well, I got them, but uh, I don't wear them. I don't go anywhere. I look out the window and (laughs) see a headlight and get excited. That's my deal. Last question today. Who's the best quarterback yes. you've ever seen? Best quarterback? Well, the rules were different back then. Johnny Unitas was the man. I mean, he got mangled, and he showed up every week. He he, he wouldn't believe what they sit out for today. But Otto Graham had 10, 10 uh, title-winning seasons. But the best I've ever seen is Brady. But hands down, 44. Steve DeBerg, I remember older quarterbacks, George Blanda. They were a freak, and they played like a couple games a year. This guy's carrying the franchise on his shoulders. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's done. They got good players, but, man, he is the straw that stirs the drink. Best I ever seen. Surprised you didn't say Mitch Trubisky. No, but he's the best bear quarterback I've seen in the last 15 years. Dad, I'll tell you. I mean, Cutler was 57 and 57, and people goes, oh, he's got an extension. Thank you. For what? For what? He was 1-11 versus the Packers or something. Huh? You can't take a bigger dump than that. You can't take a bigger dump like, than that. I talked to Matt Humans out there in, uh, at this in Vegas. He says he, no, he was never a competitor. People, people in Chicago fall in love with names or hype or just listen to the same old, same old. And yay! No, no yay. No yay. So I'm there to keep a check on everybody, John. You know that. Oh, I know that. That's why I love having you on this program. Yeah. Mike, thanks so oh, much I for joining me. Oh, I love to be on. Yeah, you know what? I have a good time. I mean, today uh, you got down a little late. I was concerned. I thought maybe you were doing last-minute paperwork and stuff like that. But then I found out it was me with the Zoom, so I have no idea. I mean, Zoom. I mean, I know whoever dreamt this, right? I know. This is awesome. It this is, is awesome. awesome. <laughs> Changed a lot of things. Thanks I for coming to show on, my Mike. bad hairdo today. Took a shower beforehand. <laughs> didn't didn't put enough care into my hair.
Let that be a, re- a lesson to everybody. Gotta do it. Look like at John. Doing- Look at John. Moose down. Yeah. The head. The headphones are like not even on top of it. They're like above it. They just like <laughs> there's a layer of grease <laughs> that it's just like uh, hovering. That's what's happening. Got the beard going. The whole the whole thing. You know. Got the. Gee, is that the real background? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, Mike. Always appreciate the time with you. Yeah, I'll look forward to all the comments. I don't look at them. I don't want to be hurt. I'm a sensitive guy. I'll see you, buddy. Great talk there with Mike North, and that'll do it for us today here on Sports Talk Chicago. Big thank you to Mike North himself at Tubiel, WCKG, Jim DeTalbin, Tomorrow Entertainment for making this show a success. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports and on Facebook at John Zagluo. If you want to watch more of this show, search up Sports Talk Chicago, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, SportsTalkChicago.com. Another great show comes with tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Till then, stay safe. So long, everyone. No! No! We're the turtles!